Hey y'all, what is up? Welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Uh, before we get into today's episode, of course, I want to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors. And the thoughts... Wow, that was a disaster. Uh, the sponsor for today's episode is a free hard drive space. If you are a power user like myself and you're doing tons of editing, maybe audio recording for a really great podcast or something like that, I don't know, uh, editing photos, anything like that, you're going to need extra room on your hard drive. And then suddenly after editing all these projects and working on a whole bunch of stuff, you then don't have that and you realize how much you miss it and how much you took it for granted so then you get yourself a hard drive and then you move all the things onto that hard drive and then suddenly you have extra hard drive space you can put more projects on there fill it up again and repeat the cycle free hard drive space i recommend trying it but then again you're just gonna keep repeating the cycle and then you're always gonna have no free hard drive space so that's just the circle of life the tech circle of life. Thank you so much to our sponsor. Um, man, I don't know what it is, but those ad reads, honestly, they just seem to be getting more deep and deep um, as time goes on. It's a little um, concerning, but I'll have to talk to the the sponsors and see if they can send me any more um, ad reads that aren't super deep because, good golly, I don't know who's in their script writing department, but they got something going on. Anyway, hello, y'all. It's... May the fourth be with you and also with you and also with your spirit because the day I'm recording this and hopefully the day I post it is May the 4th, which I love. I um, I love Star Wars. If I can can um, uh, uh, dive into dive into uh, my Star Wars life real quick because I really I, I really enjoy Star Wars. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt right now, my last Jedi shirt. It is one of my favorite shirts because it's just very comfortable. It's also very stylish. It's like a nice light kind of tan, tanny beige gray um, heathered uh, shirt. Just some really cool graphics on it um, from The Last Jedi. But um, when it comes to Star Wars, I did not grow up with Star Wars. And I actually didn't watch Star Wars until I want to say it was four years ago. I believe I was 20. Yeah, I had to have been 20 when I first saw um, episode four. And I've seen episode four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Rogue One, and then now up to episode five on The Mandalorian. Uh, I've never seen Clone Wars and I've never seen the prequels, working on the prequels. I really want to watch them. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up in a house where it wasn't that Star Wars wasn't allowed, but my mom pretty much like has always had this, I don't know if the, if, if, if the right thing is idea or theory or whatever, but pretty much what, I mean, it makes sense. She didn't introduce me in, in, to anything that she didn't like, which why would you introduce your kid to something that you don't like? Because that just doesn't make sense. So like, for instance, tomatoes, I've never eaten a tomato because, well, I take that back. I've definitely had tomatoes on accident after I got older, but like growing up, I never ate a tomato because my mom doesn't like tomatoes. So why would she buy them to put them in the house to then be like, well, if my kid doesn't like them, it's just going to go to waste because I don't like them. Like that doesn't, how do you, you know what I mean? So along with that, Star Wars was one of those things that just wasn't in the house. I wasn't raised around it. I didn't really grow up around my, like I have cousins, but they're all mainly like, besides two of them, they're all about like 20 years older than me. And so I, mm, I think the youngest is probably 15 years older than me around that time, maybe 10. I don't know. I don't care, honestly. Uh, but when I was a kid, like I would maybe get to see them a little bit. And I know, I know for sure, like I had been exposed to Star Wars in the sense of like pop culture and like, Luke, I am your father, you know, very trendy, like, but, um, as, as for like more knowledge, I had heard Anakin Skywalker. I knew who that was. Like I knew all the names well enough. And I think that's something else about myself is that I, I will take enough, like I will get the information I need to be in the loop. I never knew nothing about Star Wars. I knew who Darth Maul was and all these things. And I think it's just a little bit of uh, your society 
and the, your social life around like the culture community I don't know like you just, you just kind of learn things and so I knew like a fair amount I just didn't know the details of it all or like the the extent of it all and I had never seen it and it's not that I didn't want to I just thought I didn't know anybody who was into it except the few people at my work who were like so convincing me to watch Star Wars and I really wanted to it, it, it was it's kind of hard to explain uh I have a hard time watching movies too that's a whole other thing I'll, I'll, I'll get into that I, maybe later I don't know but so pretty much my um my ex-boyfriend loves Star Wars and he's also one of my best friends but like that's it was one of our first dates that we watched uh episode four and he was the one who always really like initiated that and I'm super grateful for that and I was actually gonna text him today and just pretty much be like thank you for like introducing me to Star Wars because obviously I had known about Star Wars it's not like I had never heard of Star Wars but to have somebody be like no today is the day we are watching Star Wars you can make all excuses it's not that I didn't want them I just like I mentioned I have a hard time watching movies and I you know it finally happened and now there's this world that I've been exposed to and fallen in love with and it's it's something that means a lot to me and I don't know, I get like I was getting really emotional last night thinking about like how grateful I am for Star Wars. And the thing, the, the crummy thing about, I don't think this, this is really about any fandom of any sort, but there are always going to be people who go, if you haven't loved this for your entire life, and if your entire personality is not based off of this adoration for this fandom, if you will you are not a real fan. And so I've had like, there's this, there's this girl I hated at my old job who, um, she, we were like at work one day and she was talking about all the Mandalorian stuff or something like that. And she's like, yeah, those people, like I guarantee you they haven't watched Star Wars and I've loved Star Wars for so long. And like, they shouldn't get to wear those baby Yoda spirit jerseys because they don't love it as much. It was something weird like that. And I'm like, how can you even think like that? That's so twisted to me because myself, I would love more people to know about the thing that I love because then people know how great the thing that I love is in the same way that I would love for everybody to love cars as much as I love cars. And it gives you more people to talk about it with and, and, all this stuff, maybe it's more accessible in the sense that if something's more popular, maybe there's going to be more things made for it or more, uh, like, the likelihood of being able to see things. Like, I don't know, when it comes to, like, visual, th- like, if we're talking, like, a movie or, or a TV show, Friends is super popular. And I love Friends. And I'm not one of those people who, I don't know. I think there are some people who their personality is, I love Friends. <laughs> That's in, like... It, it's it's not original, but it, that doesn't mean that it's bad. And I, I love Friends. I'm a big Friends fan. And in the same way that Friends has blown up, and now there's all this merch you can buy, and these uh, people you could talk to about Friends, and I just think that's really cool. So pretty much what I'm saying is I think it's really great that Star Wars, one, is so big, and two, now that Disney owns it, it's even bigger, and it's more accessible to so many more people, and more people want to be in the know because of Disney and Disney Plus and then Galaxy's Edge and all this stuff and and just just pretty much people being interested in the Star Wars universe. Anyway, so I've always had this kind of like weird battle when it came to being a Star Wars fan. Um I don't know, like talking about that cuz as as we know with the whole Rose Tico situation, Star Wars fans can be shit. Not all Star Wars fans suck. But a lot of Star Wars fans can be shitty in the same way that a lot of Star Wars fans can be awesome people. And like you see beautiful moments like the opening of Rise of the Resistance when that picture of it's a picture of Rey walking around Galaxy's Edge and all these people with their lightsabers over her. And it's just like this beautiful photo. And like it it's just a lot of joy and like like beauty in that. I don't know. I find a lot of beauty in that. It's just like so special. Um but anyway, the shitty people, that's why Rose, that people claim Rose Tico, I mean, well, first of all, that's why Kelly Marie Tran got off the internet, and that's just horrible. If you, if you were one of those people that made an actress feel so horrible about herself because of a role she was cast in that she did not write, 
or have anything to do with the development of. Like that, I could, I could go off. It's also because she was a woman and a woman of color, but we're not going to fucking go there because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on the right side of the discussion, which is don't be shitty to people. Don't be racist. Don't be sexist. And don't be fucking awful. Um, And if you're not on that side, I don't know why you know me on the internet, but like, okay, whatever. Um, Anyway. I went down a whole other rabbit hole, but pretty much I was just getting really emotional about Star Wars because it means a lot to me. And Star Wars is something that is right up my alley that I wish I would have grown up as a kid being in in the Star Wars fandom cuz like Princess Leia is a badass. I love her like in just one having that type of like woman figure growing up like in in media but then two like just all the sci-fi of it I've always been a huge sci-fi person any type of like like I always loved the idea of Star Wars it's not that I was scared of it I just knew that I also get really scared easy too so like some of the creatures within Star Wars and the aliens and all that stuff um and aliens races I don't know what you would call that I'll say creatures but uh, some of the creatures do kind of freak me out a little bit, but not to the level that like Pirates of the Caribbean scares me and whatever. Um, but in the same way that I loved Harry Potter, like I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and I still haven't seen all the movies because they like scare me, but I love the world. I think that's the main thing is I'm in love with the world that has been built by these things. Like Percy Jackson. Oh my God, I love Percy Jackson. And then uh, there is this book series that should have gotten more attention but uh it's called charlie bone or charlie bones i can't remember if it's plural or not but it is kind of the concept of harry pot like the world of harry potter of like people have powers but it's less of like you're a witch or a wizard and more of like you have one specific power and uh, anyway really great book series would definitely recommend it i feel like it deserved the hype and oh my god i oh i remember being in like middle school and being like, I want to, like, if they make a movie of these, like, they did Harry Potter, like, I could be the girl, like, there was a girl, I can't even, I can't remember any details about it, except Charlie Bone and something, something, he could stretch or something? I don't even, that sounds crazy. If you know Charlie Bone, let me know. But I remember being like, if they made the movie version of this, like, I could play this girl so well, and that would be so cool. I could be like Hermione, but in this universe. And that's just always been really up my alley. So, like, I think I was always meant to be a Star Wars fan. I just didn't get introduced it until later in life. And I, I have, if you've ever been to Galaxy's Edge in, oh gosh, not Sabi's Workshop. It's the place where you can buy the lightsabers and the kyber crystals and... Just like, honestly, like knickknacks and stuff, but that are more like replicas. You can buy like Padme's like head thingamajig, and then you can buy a wig that's like Leia's space buns and and like cloaks and robes and all this crap. And in there, they sell these, I think they're called like Jedi words of wisdom or something like that. Something weird. And they're these little rocks damn it, that's gonna bother me because it's like a, it's a pretty clever term. Anyway, these little rocks that have the resistance like emblem on one side and on the other side it has like different things. So it says like one of the ones that I have says I am one with the force and the force is one with me or the force is one with me and I am one with the force. Yeah, because I always feel like it sounds backwards, but it's not. And then I also have, it's like chaos over beauty and or chaos and beauty or harmony and, and harmony and chaos like power in in something like that but it, a lot of cool ones and I think I have the the harmony and chaos one and I bought them and just something about it spoke to me especially that I am the one with the force and the force is one with me that phrase and oh my god if you have not seen Rogue One do yourself a favor and see that beautiful fucking movie <sighs> When I saw it in theaters, okay, uh, this is going to be spoilers, so, like, if you don't want Rogue One spoilers, skip ahead, like, two minutes. Um, So, or maybe a minute. Um, So, in Rogue One, 
at the end of the movie and how it leads up into episode four i did not get that i had already seen episode four at this point i'd seen four five six and i think i'd seen seven i can't remember and um i i was like i saw that it was leia and i was like oh my god this is beautiful whatever and i was with um my uh my friend zach and then my other friend jordan at the time and the whole theater like erupted and they lost it and i was like this is so cool like leia's this is before um carrie fisher passed away of course um but uh she was like young and i was like no way they made her look young like that's so sick and and everybody's like freaking out and then after the movie was over their minds are like blown and i'm like yeah that was so cool and they're like you don't get it and i'm like no no no. they like yeah she's not old she's young in the movie and they're like no this is the lead-up scene like this this scene matches perfectly with episode four or whatever and so then my mind was blown anyway in that movie that guy who's like i am one with the force and the force is one with me it okay i'm gonna get like real deep for a second okay if you just came back i don't know if that was a minute but if you came back from the, the the jumping forward we're in a safe territory now so something about that character saying that phrase like i am one with the force and the force is one with me it it i think maybe the reason why the people people connect to the force on a level is that it's like yeah you have people who i guess it, i guess the term is force sensitive so like ray is force sensitive or something like that 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 whole side of the fandom because they don't talk about that in the movie that's like an outside the movie explainer thing at least i didn't think it is maybe it's announced er, they they talk about in the prequels and like i said i haven't seen the prequels yet so i don't know but when it comes to the concept of the force if you're not somebody who who can utilize the force like ray or whatever like people obviously acknowledge the force exists but they can't use the force and it's almost kind of like a little bit of a religion in a way or a big religion i don't know that see that's the that's the part of the lore that i don't know and i've seen four five and six but i could not give you specific details about any of them except the first one but i i know like key things so like that that scene where they're in the forest with all the the, the ewoks and stuff i don't know what movie that's from i've seen it don't know what movie it's from um and then the, he he gets stuck in the 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 frozen thingy oh frick um i <laughs> it's not carbon cut cart is it carbon doesn't matter for the purpose of what i'm saying anyway uh this the the, the we'll say the force religion-esque thing um in like my sense of connecting to like i i consider this is this is how we're talking about star wars and about jesus okay not specifically about jesus my point being is that uh i don't consider myself to be religious in any sense i definitely actually stay away from it and it is um we won't get into that but it is something that i am very adamant about not having in my life however i do still find that it, it, I consider myself agnostic in the sense that I don't know if anybody's right because I'm just one little person. So why don't we all just assume everybody's right? Because who are we to know and who are we to judge? So when people say they pray to whoever or whatever, I, I don't like, I think that there might be people who, who subscribe to certain religions who, if somebody goes, yeah, I, i pray to this person and you pray to that person they might think that the other person's fake like i wouldn't i i'm i'm curious as to how i'm curious as just like a hmm i wonder but i will not have this conversation <laughs> with a religious person just because i it, it doesn't plague me that much you know just kind of like a hmm. anyway um but i wonder if if people who are really religious believe that the other people think that they're just like pretending or not pretending, but like, um, that person doesn't exist. Like, do you seriously think another god doesn't exist? Like, how, like, I've always found, like, Greek mythology really fascinating. And I think that there's still some, like, truth to it. I think there's something in the universe. I don't know. Some energy. And before I get too, like, crazy hippy-dippy on you, what I pretty much mean is that I, I connect with the force in the same way that, like, the idea that any anything could be out there. And who knows if it's the force, you know? So the idea of saying I am one with the force and the force is one with me or the force is one with me and I'm one with the force is just kind of saying 
like I, the, the way I connect to that is like there is something in the universe that controls the universe that is not just us you know and I'm putting my faith out there in the universe but in the same way I'm going to take the universe into myself and like put it into action and I'm not going to talk about the scene at the end of Rogue One just in case I don't want to spoil any movie for anybody but if you think if you've seen the movie and you think about the last time in the movie that that phrase is repeated and like in that moment that moment I thought was like really beautiful and I thought it represented that character not only saying like I'm trusting the universe but also I'm taking this into my own hands and I'm not relying on the universe so anyway that whole long-winded thing aside or I don't know if long-winded is the right word but I just I really love Star Wars and I'm very thankful that it's been um what the hell is going on outside? I wonder if you guys can hear that because that's just horrible. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just really thankful Star Wars is my life. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful universe. It's so fucking cool. I'm such a sci-fi, like geeky, nerdy type of person. And it just, ugh, gosh. And the Galaxy's Edge is literally so, if you've never, obviously none of us can go to Disneyland or Disney World right now, but when all the parks open back up and it's safe to go outside and, you know, you got your vaccine and whatnot, Go to Batuu on Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland or Disney World in um, in Hollywood Studios. And it is just so gorgeous there. Everything about it is just beautiful. The architecture, the, the, the wildlife, if you will. Um, I just, I just love otherworldly things. Same thing with Pandora and, oh my gosh, Animal Kingdom. I was looking at pictures and videos that I had on my phone of Pandora and crying like last week just because of how much I miss it and it's so pretty and like obviously it's not real but it's real like you know it's real but it's not like it's just it's that small land but you feel like there's so much more to it anyway I really love the Disney parks I miss it <laughs> um okay so like first we're gonna do a water check I'm gonna drink some water hope you drink some water I no, I typically like to keep my water when I drink in like a cup or something like that because it makes a lot of noise. But I'm testing out putting a straw in my hydro flask because that's what I've been doing a lot lately is drinking out of my hydro flask with a straw. It's been pretty darn great because I don't have to worry about chugging that thing back. I drink a lot more when I drink out of a straw even though supposedly something something straw something something smile lines along that lines. Um, those smile lines. Ha ha ha. Anyway, oh my god, am I talking too quiet? Dak nabbit, I that's another thing I need to figure out. I feel like I'm too far away from the microphone. I'm I hope this is not too quiet. Hold on, I'm gonna pause real quick. Okay, just as a warning, I did crank up the uh the sensitivity on my microphone a little bit. So if you need to adjust your microphone or your speakers in your car or whatever, please feel free to do so. Um I'm not there. I'm not controlling how you listen to this. Just don't be too loud. That is something that bothers the living shit out of me. Here, okay. I record a one-person podcast, obviously. If I ever had a guest, it would be like my number one priority to make sure our levels are the same. Because when I tell you there are so many GD podcasts that I listen to where the people who are talking, their levels are not the same. So you can barely hear one person and then the other. So you turn up your volume super loud on like, for instance, in my car is mainly when I listen to podcasts, I feel like. But then the other person is at a good volume and so then they blow out your speakers and it's just horrible. Or when somebody's volume like, like aggressively changes throughout the podcast. I don't know. I feel like I've had that sometimes. So that's something I always try to keep an eye on, especially when I'm recording. I have headphones in so I can hear myself. I try to stay the same distance apart from the microphone, like to be consistent as well as the, which I bet a lot of people do, but the, the computer that I record on, I keep running in front of me. I don't let it fall asleep. So that way I can see the audio level. So if I just look up and the audio levels look like uneven I'm sorry about my chair it's just very loud um but if they just look like they're not consistent then I'm like oh shit we need to we need to fix this shit because I would be annoyed if I was listening to my own podcast which I do listen to my own podcast in the hopes of being a better podcaster but 
let's, okay. I'm gonna take like a few minutes, hopefully less, to talk about like the Q word, the quarantine word. Uh, so it's been, it's, I have to say, first of all, I don't, I don't want to talk about this a lot, unless if you guys want me to talk about it, but also I don't, I don't personally, it's not that I don't enjoy talking about it. Yeah, I don't enjoy talking about it. I just, it's not like I hate talking about it, let's put it that way. It's not something I disdain, but at the same time, when I listen to podcasts or consume content as of late, I prefer it to be content that is not surrounding this whole coronavirus, you know, quarantine, all that stuff, because everybody knows what's going on. I mean, hmm, not everybody knows what's going on, but everybody knows that this is happening right now. There is not a single person in America that I, I fucking hope that does not know that most of the world is in lockdown and you can't go outside normally. You know what I mean? So we're all very aware of the situation. Why talk about it? Because anything that I say, I am, unless if I was talking about like, if I was doing an episode where I'm like, okay, hey, I really want to talk about mental health and, and, and just like, you know, being open with yourself and honest with yourself about how, how you're feeling right now and yada yada, whatever it might be. Unless if that was the conversation and then somebody was seeking out that information. So like if I'm like, I need to watch a video or I really think that it would help me to listen to a podcast about somebody talking about mental health during the quarantine. That's a different story. But if I'm watching a vlog and then somebody's like, yeah, quarantine, man, huh, you know, quarantine life and, and the coronavirus is really scary right now and wash your hands and everybody fucking knows that. I'm also not a news source. I am not a doctor. I am not a scientist. I am nobody who has information that hasn't been already said by somebody else who is more qualified than me. So why talk about it, you know? Um, but, and also when it comes to quarantine, I'm like, yeah, everybody's in fucking quarantine right now. Or not everybody, but a lot of people are in quarantine right now. You're not unique. I don't know. Like, I... Anyway, so I, I don't really, I try not to um, talk about it in my content uh, besides just like, obviously if it needs to be referenced, just be, to give people context. And especially I think about two of the, um, the future, future, like if people are watching my stuff in the future or listening to my stuff in the future, then to, it would be kind of good to have context that's when I record my videos especially ones that are about like certain topics like I just um I have a video coming out in two days on Wednesday so today's Monday on Wednesday about the iPhone SE and I didn't specifically say like because of quarantine the Apple stores are closed but as like the state of the world right now because that's all that really needs to be said and I, I feel like somebody would understand the context if they looked at when the video was posted and and, and all that stuff but I'm going off track. My original point of bringing this up was, oh yeah, so being a creative person in quarantine, I feel like is definitely a, a blessing because if you are anybody who has any sort of creative bone or creative outlet in, in you, you can utilize this time to work on that thing. So I can record podcasts. I can take pictures i can do art on my ipad that i've been really enjoying doing doodle art um and just like doodling a little bit uh i have videos to edit i have ideas of videos to create i have friends who are artists i have friends who are musicians and having something that you can go this is something that can be done from home or from anywhere i can i can create from home or or make something or I don't know like you have something to put your time into that is not just watching tv or playing games I have a lot of variety I have things that I quote unquote need to do I don't need to make a youtube video at all I don't need to adhere to my schedule I don't need to edit a video like those are not things that I need if that makes sense because right now it's not my job I would love it to be my job one day but right now it's not. So it, the, the only thing that I need to do, the reason why I need to do it is because I want to do it. And that's a schedule I want to hold myself on. So I want to post a video every week, ideally on Wednesdays. I want to 
make content. I want to not skip a week. So then I need to edit. I need to brainstorm. You know what I mean? So, but there are, using the term need loosely, there are things that I need to do that don't involve just watching TV or playing video games. And I'm very thankful for that because it's definitely keeping me sane. And also, I'm um, finding gratitude in this time, which I feel like that phrase sounded so fucking hippy-dippy. I hate that. Um, I don't go to uh, Tony Robbins' uh, speeches if, if you thought I might have threw out that phrase. <laughs> Sometimes I talk like a person... Now let me rephrase that. Sometimes I f- I'm fearful of talking like a person who goes to motivational speeches or listens to Gary Vee or is religious. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. However, that's not what I am and I don't want people to get the wrong impression of me. Uh, but the, the, the phrase finding gratitude, I feel like I can still find gratitude in this. Like, ugh, I just, something about that sounds so freaking corny but i'm gonna say it anyway because it's the honest to god truth uh i've found gratitude in this quarantine because although the situation causing it is horrible um a few things that i'm very grateful for uh in this in this situation is i was living in a very toxic environment i had bad roommates um i cried like every other day i was horribly depressed i hated my job my job was driving me insane and not in a cute way of like oh my gosh i'm going insane my coworkers drive me bonkers like i just can't handle it i legitimately was losing my mind there was things i could not do throughout the day because my brain oh my god yeah i'm getting emotional thinking about it there was like it was it sounds so silly but my job was a weird form of torture and I'm grateful that I had a job because, uh, you know, other people didn't. And there was a job that some people loved that job. But for me personally, and for a lot of people that I worked with, it was a form of torture in the sense that I felt my brain slipping away from me and not being able to complete tasks throughout my day. Oop, let's yank the microphone. Um, not being able to remember things, not being able to hold conversations with my mom. I found myself like slipping, which is literally horrifying, fucking horrifying. Dude, I was literally, there was a time I got off of work and then I went to go get something to eat because I was just like depressed Uh, and I didn't want to go home because I hated my home life and I was on the phone with my mom and I was in the middle of telling her a sentence and I have a really good memory. Now, Something I will add on top of that is I have a really good memory, but that does not mean I have photographic memory. Does that mean I have perfect memory? I remember a lot of things, but I also forget super simple things. It's like I have a mix of like short-term memory loss, a la Dory from Finding Nemo slash like I can remember fucking everything, but like I remember really weird specific things. Sometimes there's reasons that I don't like there's there's not a reason why I'll remember a certain thing. There's one particular event that literally always comes to mind that it had no goddamn significance, but I, it was like, I was in the car with my mom and our neighbor. We went to go to dinner. We were going over a certain bridge in my hometown. And like, I could tell you where that bridge was. I can tell you where I was sitting in the car. Like I, there, I can remember such, um, specific details that are frightening. Like I could, I could tell you how I had my hair done. Like it's weird, but then sometimes like I'll forget what somebody said to me or like I'll forget that my mom said hey can you order this Tupperware offline for me and then she'll like remind me be like oh my god thank you so much uh or like somebody texts me and I see it come through and I I open it and then boom it's gone out of my mind so I forget really simple things and I also remember really simple things so where I was going with that thought was oh yeah I started I burst into tears because I couldn't fucking remember anything like my and she was like oh you're just tired and I had gotten plenty of sleep and I, it's not that I was tired, it's like, and my brain was melting from this stupid, horrible job. Um, so anyway, I was in a really shitty job. I was at a really shitty home place. I would just do anything to leave my house. But at the same time, I don't like being out and about. I'm not, like, I'm a homebody. Um, but, like, when there's something that I like to do, like, I like to go do it. But I, I'm not going to spend every day of my life at Disneyland, even though I only lived like five minutes away. Um, especially when you work there, you don't want to be there every day, which sounds crazy. But, um, 
but yeah, and so I'm thankful. I'm I have found gratitude in the situation of that I um, you know maybe I'm sleeping on an air mattress, but at least I have a roof over my head. At least I like my roommate, which is my mom. <laughs> um, at least I am out of that horrible job. Uh, it sucks that I don't have a job right now, but I'm grateful that I had money and savings for the first time in my life. You know, there's things that you can still like. There is negative in the situation, but then I can find gratitude in it because if you don't find the gratitude, then um, I think everybody's going to go mad and everybody's going to get real depressed. And if I chose not to find the, 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 the light in this situation, I could easily get depressed. I could talk about all the things that have, um, like are that I'm trying to not let destroy me. The fact that my career was, um, not only is my industry completely on hold, but there's a chance that the industry that I um, am passionate in and, and you know, the, the entertainment industry, as an actor, I there's a potential that any chance that I might have had have been completely destroyed because this is going to put us in such a recession that projects are not going to be created and they're only going to be created for the people who are already successful and like I could just have like my acting career could be gone. Um, I could talk about that. I could talk about the fact that I graduated college and now I um, can't get a job with that degree because nobody's hiring. The fact that I finally moved all of my things down to Southern California I was looking for a second job. I was looking for apartments the week that everything kind of hit the fan. Um, and now all of my stuff is stuck in Southern California while I sleep on a air mattress that I've not been sleeping well on. Like I, I could talk about the shitty shit, but then I could also go, well, that just makes me sad. So yes, things are bad. Things are very, very, very bad. Things are horrible right now, but there is light somewhere and if I have a little bit of light and there are unfortunately people who don't have any light right now and that's terrible and I wish the best for them and I you know support causes if you can type of dealio but for those of us have a little bit of light if we can put our focus on that I think it will make us all a little happier in this really dark time you know so um, I'll be stepping off my soapbox now. We're going to take a little sip of water. This episode got real um, serious for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's later at night, which hopefully I'm going to go to actually go to actually bed. I'm going to go to bed actually um, before midnight and wake up before 10. Because I've been sleeping so horrible. Oh, girls, last week was the worst week I've had in such a long time. I, we're just going to say this. I was having real bad cramps, the worst cramps I've ever had in like the last five years. And I didn't, like, I got four hours of sleep on like Monday night of last week. I was in so much pain. And then I was having this stomach problem that I have, which I think I mentioned this. I, I tweeted about this. It was funny. I thought it was a pretty funny tweet. Of the fun thing about having a um, about having medical problems and like um, uh, pre-existing conditions, if you will, during a pandemic, is then you have these panic attacks of, is this the coronavirus or is this this stomach issue I've had for the past fifteen years? It's a really good time, um, especially when you you just start forgetting what is normal because you're so fixated on what is supposed to be, what is not normal. And so I have like um, this stomach pain thing, this side pain thing, this um, this like what I'm pretty sure is a kidney thing. I've had stomach ulcers. I have a heart condition. <laughs> and so uh, I frequently just like when something comes up, I'm like, oh my God, am I dying or am I just dying the normal way I've been dying for like 10 years? And uh, it turns out still just dying the way I've been dying for the past 10 years, which is super good. Because... Um, you know, my stomach ulcers, they aren't contagious. That's the thing. My heart condition, can't give that to anybody by standing next to me. I could potentially give it to my kids. Sorry, future kids. Sucks for you. Uh, but you know what I mean? So so that's been like a fun, a fun, fun thing to deal with. What was I saying before that? Because I was thinking about, I, t- I tweeted something. 
Dag nabbit. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it will come back to me. Maybe it won't. But anyway, um, I brought all the books from my storage unit home. I put them in, like, when I was staying with my friend Alana, which I think I did the podcast about uh, last episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, last week was really bad. Oh, that's what I was going. Okay, last week was really bad. I was in so much pain. Da-da-da-da. Oh, I was having my cramps, and then I had, like, my side thing, and then I had my stomach issue for, like, just over the course of all of last week. So last week was just shit. I was on a really good, like, workout grind. Like, it was every other day I was doing, like, you know, cardio at home and, like, dancing at home. And then I would go run a mile and walk two miles. And it was just, like, great. It was a good time. And then all that shit got put to a fucking halt. So today I kind of, like, got back on my groove. I exercised. My hope tomorrow is, you know, I was going to say to run, but I think I need to take one more day of, like, I'm just going to work out at home and then I'll get back on my running grind because I was really proud of myself. I got to a nine and a half. Oh, my God. I got to a nine-minute mile and I... It was nine minutes and 19 seconds, 15 seconds. And I cried. I have it on my phone, but I cried. Uh, because, like, I didn't imagine I'd be able to get to a nine-minute mile, uh, which is excellent. My goal is to get under nine minutes. That's, like, my... I don't... I think I looked up the... I was, like, seeing, seeing what an average woman's mile in it, mile is in the U.S. for my age bracket. And it's around nine minutes and 50 seconds. And that's what about my average has been which is really cool um, that I'm around that because I always ran the mile really slow. I've got long legs, but that just makes it more equipment to carry. It's all the people with the short legs and the short bodies. They run faster than long-legged people. Just a science fact, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I have to, I have more leg to carry. Why do you think that's going to make me faster? Yeah, my strides are longer, but anyway, I walk fast too, so I guess that argument doesn't really stand. Um, but anyway, I've always ran really slow in high school and in middle school. I was always like low mile times. And so the fact that I was around nine minutes, I'd love to know what my mile time was in high school so I could get a, a sense if I'm like beating that, but I really think I am. And even if I'm not, I'm still proud of myself. And my goal is to get like to 830 by the end of quarantine and who knows when the end of quarantine is. So haha, I've found a loophole that might be next year. So I've got a year to get down to eight minutes and 30 seconds on my mile time. So I've been really like doing that, utilizing this time to work on my fitness. Um, but anyway, when I went to my storage unit, when I was staying with my friend Alana, um, I, like one of the last things I got before, like our quarantine started there, is I just pulled out every book that I have that wasn't a Shakespeare book, which looking back, maybe I should have gotten all of my Shakespeare. I'm potentially going down to Orange County next week to go get more shit out of storage like my blender because i bought a fucking Mitomix and i used it for one month and then i had to because then i bought it in the summer of last year and then i went to florida and then i got back and i was like oh yeah i started using my vitamix and then quarantine happened uh so it's back in storage and i didn't have room i was gonna put it in my car but i literally just like didn't have room and then I, anyway anyway doesn't matter um i have all these books so the books i have in front of me are advanced acting by robert cohen uh, free to act an integrated approach to acting which is one of my textbooks uh for my acting class but i got it out anyway because i uh, sure um i have the steve jobs biography by walter isaacson uh we've got grace's guide and grace and style by grace helbig the actor's life by jenna fisher which i've been jamming with recently um the expressive body which is also another theater textbook um, Binge by Tyler Oakley, A Work in Progress by Connor Franta, I Hate My Selfie by Shane Dawson, Making a Good Script Great Second Edition, which is a, it's okay, so I guess it's technically a textbook, it's like, if you've ever seen a theater textbook, they're small, they just look like regular books, um, A Guide for Writing and Rewriting by Hollywood Script Consultant Linda Seeger, which I bought at a, uh, at my college, UCI had, oh man, this thing is crispy too. I just, I just, that just dawned on me. All these pages look brand new. It doesn't even look like it's ever been read before. Because it hasn't by me, at least. But um, this, this, uh, my college has this thing. UCI has this thing where, like, I felt like it was every couple of, like, a, once a month, maybe twice a month, this random, like, I don't know if they were a bookstore or what it was, but they had all these books that they would bring out and sell for pretty cheap. So I got the Steve Jobs biography, which the, the, the dust cover, if that's what it's called, the little, the little paper cover that goes around the book. Um, that is kind of torn up, but the book is in great condition. The book is 20 bucks if you buy it at like Barnes and Noble. And I think I got it for eight. 
So that's pretty rad. And then I also got the advanced acting book and then the making a good script great book for like a total for those three books, like 20 bucks. And if you buy them like on Amazon or from Barnes and Noble or something like that, it would have come out to like 40 bucks or some weird shit. Anyway, I got a lot of good books through that. So I, I got those and my goal is to read all of these also by the end of the year. I'm going to say by the end of the year because end of quarantine, who knows? End of the year, that's like not a lot of time away. But yeah, I've been working on a lot of these, like, the I hate my selfie book. I know I started it. Oh, okay. I'm on page 17. Not bad. Not bad. So I've got a bookmark in there. I use Pokemon cards as my bookmarks. They're great bookmarks, by the way. They make your um, your reading experience a little bit more fun. Uh, the one I'm almost done with is, is The Actor's Life, which it's been a great book. If you're an actor, like, 12 out of 10 would recommend checking out that book. I think I've technically finished Grace's Guide. Um... But anyway, I digress. To what? I don't know. Uh, of course, like every other basic bitch, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. It's a good time. Uh, no, you can't have my friend code. Sorry. Uh, I've also... <laughs> this is going to be a secret for the podcast. This is my favorite secret. So, there are some people in my life. And if for some reason you were one of these people, you're going to find out real quick if you are. And um, it's it's fine. It's fine. Just not, it's not for me. Anyway, I have a couple people in my life who have decided that Animal Crossing is a group activity. And I have group chats. And these people will message me and say, hey, do you have this on your island? Do you have that? Um, I have this if you need it, whatever, which it's a very sweet intention. However, the way I like to play my Animal Crossing is very simple. I log on, I pick the fruit, I sell the fruit, and maybe I move some flowers around. That's it. And then I'm outie. Also, if I'm going on Animal Crossing, if I'm going on Animal Crossing, it's most likely because I don't want to talk to people, or else I would just FaceTime people instead of, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if anybody gets that. I like the friend aspect. I like being able to go see other people's islands. But, like, I'm going to be on your island for less than five minutes. And I legit had a friend on my island for about an hour two weeks ago. I opened up the island and because they needed to sell some fruit. Because you get fruit for a higher price if you sell it on somebody else's island. Anyway, they were like, yeah, I need to sell some fruit. Can I come over? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, I just have some stuff I need to work on. So, or I showed them around my island. And I was like, okay, listen, like, I got some stuff I need to work on. But you just do whatever the rest is that you need to do. Uh, don't go stealing my fruit or whatever. You can have a few, but like, don't go rampaging my land. Um, and then like, you can just let yourself out, you know? And when you leave an island, it like makes it known to everybody on the island. There's like a, like a little image sequence, some music, whatever. And I shit, you know, I was probably an hour later and all of a sudden, and I had assumed that she had gone and I was just like, Meh, okay, what? I'm not going to do anything about it. Cause I went to go make myself some food at one point, whatever. And then at one point, point the the sequence went off and then they were leaving and I was just like you were on my island for an hour what were you doing that just I'm just gonna hope that they just like also just sat there and did nothing and went did something else in the real world and then was like oops I'm still on Annalise's island but yeah, so uh, my where I was getting with that is I did this fun thing where I've turned myself into always offline on my Switch, which is a thing you can do in your settings. Go into your friend settings and somewhere over there of like, don't show my online appearance to anybody because I would have people then texting me when they saw that I was online and saying, hey, can I come to your island or do you want to come to my island? I really want to show you. There's a, like there's a difference of like, hey, it's been like two weeks and I want to show you some updates. I've been working on something. I'm really proud of this. Just like come over. I want to talk to you for a minute, whatever. But I do not need to come to your island every day. I do not need to come to your island every day. I do not need to come to your island every day. So, uh, yeah, I've turned myself on private, essentially. And it's been literally the best. Because I was talking to Emily, and I was telling her, by the way, I put myself on private, like, permanently. So if you never see I'm online, but you want, like... Because it's different with me and him. But anyway, and she was like, oh, I've just assumed you've not been online because it says you were not online. I thought you were just working on videos. And I'm like, okay, well, I do only let myself play Animal Crossing for about 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. But <laughs> I have been playing it. It might have only been for 30 minute chunks like I have just to give myself some self-control, um, some boundaries, if you will. 
But uh, yeah, it was just really, it was really funny when she said that. She's like, yeah, I just thought you were working on stuff. And I'm like, I have, but uh, I've also been sneaky. So anyway, uh, if you're playing Animal Crossing, I hope you're enjoying it. And I hope that your friends are leaving you alone. But also indulging if you do actually want to um, hang out with people on Animal Crossing or whatever it may be. Uh, I, okay, so now that it's Monday and I think I also found, I, because my sleep schedule has been off really bad and like my, just my life schedule and still just trying to find a schedule, I think, and it's uh, for some reason, I do not know why, but I've recorded a lot of episodes on Monday nights. Monday nights just always seem to be the best in the universe for, um, for me. And so... I would say um, my hope is to just record podcast episodes on Mondays. Now I've gotten into a schedule of it. I know it's been like two weeks, um, but also just had a really weird week last week. And then also I was kind of struggling with recording an episode. And I think now that I've kind of like, now that we're really into quarantine and, and this whole pandemic situation, and I've been able to talk about it a little bit more. Now it's sort of become a normal. And hopefully I won't feel the pressure about talking about it. Because I talked about it a little bit on this episode. I think I talked about it on my last episode. And I'm just grateful that, um, that now it's kind of like out of the way. Because I found myself wanting to record. But then really getting... It was weird. It's almost like I was getting sad about recording. And, and just kind of like pushing it away because I was like, I don't want to talk about this negative thing, but I guess I just needed to talk about it to get it off my chest. I almost didn't record tonight, honestly, and I'm really grateful that I did because now that I've kind of talked about this whole situation, I feel like I can not necessarily move past it, but like find other things to talk about. Also, it's almost like it was nervous to come back to the podcast, which is so fucking weird because this is the least like fancy thing I do on the internet. And by fancy, I mean, like, I don't edit, like, the the most structure that there is is the intro and the outro. That's it. Otherwise, I record this shit and I upload it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I record it and I upload it. I don't do anything to this. We're not at that level yet. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of it, if I do say so myself. I do want to get a pop filter and I do want to get um, a stand thingamajig because I have those things. They're just in storage in Orange County, which is, like, seven hours away from me which is totally fine. Uh, where was I going with that whole point? Yeah, anyway, I, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast because I find it therapeutic to um, to record. And I also have been really liking podcasts, like, especially while I'm doing stuff that are, that are not necessarily, a, I don't know how to put it, but I've just been enjoying podcasts that are just kind of talking because like, the This Might Get Weird podcast is a podcast I really enjoy. It's with Grace Helbig and um, Mamrie Hart. And they just kind of talk about... It's, a, it's kind of like a stream of consciousness vibe. They do have topics sometimes and they do have points that they hit. But um, in comparison to like the Tiny Meat Gang podcast, it's definitely like a like a comedy podcast. And um, like Call Me Candid, that's definitely a... Like here's a structure that we have. I also really like Curtis Connor's uh, podcast, Very Really Good. This it, He also has a, like a one person, a one man podcast that I, he actually had Danny Gonzalez on recently. I thought it was recently. But anyway, those type of things right now, it's kind of nice to just, like, I like listening to it because it, it makes it feel like somebody's there. But j- just kind of having somebody to, to listen to, talk about just normal shit, I don't know. Just like, people things and not like how to grow your business or whatever the hell anyway i think it's time for the spotlight of this episode and if you're new to the podcast i'll go ahead and take a a, a moment to explain what this is uh first of all i i have my podcast document in front of me because yes i have a podcast document and i went from number 24 to 25 in that or 26 and that kind of I don't know why I made me laugh. Anyway, um, the the spotlight is something I like to do on my podcast where I take the moment at the end of the podcast that might typically in other podcasts be dedicated, let's see how many times I get to say podcast, um, be dedicated to like a sponsor. And I 
I don't know if people would throw a sponsor at the end, but I don't know. I'm like, thanks to NordVPN for sponsoring this episode. They did not sponsor this episode for the record. It was empty storage space on your hard drive. Uh, they paid us a lot of good money, all right? I'm not going to give NordVPN any good airtime when it was open hard drive space on your hard drive. Uh, yep, definitely that. Okay, so the spotlight is my way to take a minute and shout out people on my platform and give people a spotlight for you to go check out. And I typically, the main thing that I link is on Instagram because I feel that Instagram has kind of become the modern day website for a person. You can link a website there, but if you go to a person, oh, hey, how can I find you on the internet? Most people are gonna go, my Instagram handle is XYZ. And then on there, you can post what you do. You have pictures, you have links to things. If you have over 10,000 followers, you have the swipe up feature. You can have a link in bio type of deal. Like there's there's a lot of ways to link there in the same way that like I have a uh, podcast Instagram page because I don't want to make a whole website for my podcast, but I want to have somewhere where I can maybe talk about the podcast. And also Instagram's free, Instagram's easy to use. Like everybody is on Instagram. Maybe not as many people are on Twitter, um, maybe some people don't give a shit about browsing a website, but it, here you are. I think websites are still very important. I have a website. I think websites are the level of professionalism that you need, but Instagram is very like base level. So anyway, um, I use Wix for my websites. So Wix, if you want to sponsor me, I would love that. They're great for portfolios or um, having a little spot on the internet. But in the meantime, you have Instagram. So uh, the people I've previously like shouted out were, um, or you know, shine the spotlight on are photographers, content creators, drag queens, artists, um, myself, friends, and um, this week's spotlight I think is gonna go out to. Let's see, hold on, I need to double check the list because sometimes I forget who I shout out. Yay! Okay, cool. I haven't shouted her out. Yes. Okay, so. Um, this week's spotlight is a content creator by the name of Tech Me Out. I do not know her real name because she doesn't put it on the internet, which is kind of cool. But Tech Me Out is a, um, she's a YouTuber. Uh, like I mentioned, hold on, I'm going to pull up her channel real quick. Tech Thanks for giving me the time for Tech Me Out. Taking the time out. Oh, there it is. It's ta- thanks for taking the time for let out to let me take you out something like that. Anyway, she makes uh, she has unboxing tutorials, uh, videos like my favorite apps, uh, favorite uh, Nintendo Switch products, doing reviews. Uh, one of my favorite things that she does is a non tech person reviews a tech product. So she's got like her friends or family. And like one of her most recent ones is a non-tech review of AirPods Pro versus Powerbeats with who I think is her roommate. And um, they're just like, I, I love her. She makes really cool, chill tech videos. So if you enjoy tech, first of all, you need to check out Tech Me Out. She's also one of, I would say, the, the biggest names um, in the female side of like tech tube. So I definitely admire her for that, for like tech if i'm gonna say tech tube tech tube is definitely a guy's game on youtube you know the tech side of youtube but her sarah dici i justine um uh jenna is eric um crystal laura crystal laura yeah um but like tech me out they are those people those women in the tech side who make great content and are kind of pushing those boundaries boundaries for women and um, non-male people in the tech world on YouTube. And so I definitely look up to her for that. She also makes really cool content, really creative stuff, as well as beautiful like looking things. All her videos look super cool. She's also got just such a chill voice to listen to. So if you ever just want like a cool, like, hey, we got some dope beats in the background. We've got just talking about tech, just vibing, just chilling, vibing, talking about some technology. Tech Me Out is a great person to check out on YouTube. You can find her at youtube.com slash tech, T-E-C-H, me, M-E, out. 
O-U-T. And then her Instagram is, I believe it's Tech Me Out, but with an O or a zero instead of an O. Yeah, so it's Tech Me Out, but her, the out is with a zero. But if you just search Tech Me Out, you'll find her. So super cool stuff. Definitely recommend Tech Me Out on YouTube. Go subscribe. Go give her a follow. She's really cool. Also, she just like friends with all the tech people too, which is really cool. Just the fact that like she posted this group picture and she's like friends with Judd from your average consumer. Like they're just like, and then like MKBHD is in this picture. Like that's so cool. I was like geeking out over this picture I saw on her Instagram the other day. Cause I'm like, okay, you're next to, we've got, who's in this picture? Honestly, MKBHD and your average consumer are the only people that I know. But still, that is so iconic. And then here she is, this group that is, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, Justin Say is there. Yes. Okay. Um, fuck, I lost count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. There are 22 men and one woman on this in this picture, on a rooftop somewhere in New York at uh, the Google event. And like, there she is in the ranks of all these dudes, just like being one of the tech tubers. Like it's, it's not that she's a woman or anything like that. She's just up there being a tech content creator and it just, I don't know. It's it's just really, it's just really dope. I really enjoy her content. Check her out. You'll really enjoy it. She's very chill. She's very down to earth. And I think you would like it and like her content. So yeah, check me out at check me out with a zero instead of an O on Instagram, youtube.com slash check me out. And uh, other things, just search or check me out and you'd probably find her really great stuff. So go subscribe to her channel. Go give her a follow. I think you'd really enjoy her content. And along with that, you can give me a follow and a subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I hated the way that was phrased. Uh, if you're not familiar with my YouTube side of the world, that's weird. But <laughs> but I primarily make content on YouTube. So if you want to check me out at youtube.com slash Annalise Veldman, you can check out my videos. I make anything from tech to lifestyle to all stuff in between. Just I like to have fun on my channel. I love making videos about tech, but I also love doing dumb shit like following a makeup tutorial without pausing the video. What, did I just spoil a new video that might be coming out in the future that I'm editing? Hmm? Anyway, it was a really fun one. Uh, but uh, yeah, and, and just like different, I, the way I like the, the per, okay. If I were to have a mission statement for my YouTube channel, it would be to educate, to entertain, or to provide enjoyment to people who watch my content. If I were to put, who do I think I am? I would ideally say, like, we could say your big sister, or my my more favorite one. We could say like, like your older cousin who like you're really tight with, like you're 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 super cool, but y'all didn't grow up in the same house together, and that's like cool, that's fine, and that almost made your bond closer because you didn't have to like you didn't have that horrible relationship of like, like the the not horrible, but you didn't have that bad relationship of like older sibling type of deal. So like I'm your older cousin slash also the person who may be a couple of grades older than you in school who you kind of like look up to like maybe a little bit I don't know just like whatever um but like knows like has some experience just because they're older but also wants to like take you under their wing and is like let me help you out but also likes to make you laugh and if you're not feeling good like they're like hey let's go get Taco Bell and I'm here to make you feel good and um and also like let me give you some advice but I'm here to talk to you too. And also like, let's just chill. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a long winded way of saying that I would like to be considered your older cousin or maybe just a cousin. Maybe I'm not older than you, but like your older cousin on YouTube who um, knows a lot about tech. So you can come to her for tech, for you come to me for tech stuff. Um, talk about myself in the third person. But yeah, you can come to me for tech stuff. But at the same time, I'm also more than just tech, you know? I got other sides to me too. I'm an actor. I also like Disney. Wow, multifaceted. I really wish you could see my hand motions because I'm doing a very like, had to do it to him kind of um, kind of vibe. But anyway, yeah, so that's me. If you didn't know me, now you know. Your life is different now, Grace Helbig. <laughs> uh, anyways, I gotta go because clearly my brain has stopped working. 
And I've gotten to the point in the podcast where I just can't think straight and more. So subscribe to the podcast if you're new. If you enjoyed it, I would really love it if you would uh, give this podcast a review. Not necessarily, like, I don't, I kind of talked about this in the last episode too, but I don't want you to be like, here, answer the question of the week via review, because that's weird. But if you enjoy the podcast, I would love it if you gave it a review. I'd also love it if you left a comment in that review. So you can tell me things that you think I should improve on or things that you enjoy about the podcast or things you'd like to see more of um, or things that you would like to just see, period, through the podcast. So definitely give it a review. Really helps out. Really supports the podcast. Subscribe to the channel, of course. I've got all my social media linked in the show notes of this episode as well as Tech Me Out's um, info in the spotlight section. As those are going to be the first couple of links you see in the show notes. Uh, with that being said, I, oh, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Annalise. I still don't know how I got that username. Please check that out if you'd like to, uh, help support me in ways that are more than just, um, through likes and subscribes, which are still super helpful and super supportive. Uh, but if you would like to support me monetarily, I would love you, your support and be grateful for your support on the Patreon. Anyway, that is it for me. Hope you guys are all staying sane, staying safe, washing damn hands. I had to say it. I had to say it. Uh, stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I will chat you in the... Frick on a stick. That was, that was almost really clean and then I messed it up. Stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I will chat with you in the next one.